Advisors, mark your calendar. Exchange is back, and we are ready for some learning, connection, and fun in the sun. Join the Financial Advisor Community February 5th through the 8th in Miami, Florida at Exchange, an ETF experience, an in-person conference crafted specifically for the Financial Advisor Community. Use the code EOTW for a discounted advisor pass and learn more at exchangeetf.com. Again, that's code EOTW for a discounted advisor pass. See you there. One fun. On point for today, the expert to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. Yes, it's the ETF of the week where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon. He's vice chairman at Vetify, which has everything you need to be a savvy, smart investor in exchange traded funds. It's got what's new and different in the industry, what's happening with various funds and all kinds of research, and of course, what's trending. It's all there for you at vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The iShares Core MSCI Emerging Markets ETF, ticker symbol IEMG. IEMG, the iShares Core MSCI Emerging Markets ETF. Not that... Emerging markets investing is necessarily meat and potatoes for folks. But if there's such a thing as like a meat and potatoes emerging markets fund, this is it. That leads me to believe this is a call on emerging markets for you. I think it is in general. And, and you and I have had a couple conversations where we've been beating around the edges here, Chuck. It is hands down a time to consider emerging markets. When you think about the long term aspect of trend following, what do you want to do? You don't want to buy at the top. You don't want to sell at the low. You want to look at the long-term trend and ideally buy when a stock, a mutual fund, an ETF goes above its trend line after it's had a major decline. That tends to give you an opportunity to get in when maybe a new trend is developing. It's never guaranteed, but when you look at emerging markets and major emerging market indexes, and this ETF, again, is one of the largest, $63 billion in this ETF alone, it's telling us that emerging markets, from a technical standpoint, is back. It's back above its 200-day average, and there's a variety of reasons. Yes, China is one of those reasons. That's important. But also technology, things like semiconductors, are up over 12% so far year to date. And when you look at companies like Taiwan Semiconductor, which is in fact the largest holding here, that's something to consider. For anybody who is a trend follower is thinking about it, this fund went above its 200-day moving average in the first week of the year. That said, you have always advocated that people don't have enough diversification internationally and especially into emerging markets. So the people have followed the advice that you've given in the past and said, I'm going to get some allocation to emerging markets and have that there all the time. What this really is, is a tilt. You want to overweight in this case, right? Take a little bit extra because this is what's looking like a sweet spot. Well, you're right, Chuck, but we're assuming most people always have an emerging market allocation. And I would just say, if they do, they're probably under allocated. And most people don't. You probably talk to enough individual investors and even advisors where 
in the past 10 years, U.S. markets, especially the S&P 500, is just murdered international investing. So what happens is more and more clients are saying, why are we there? Advisors, it's all like banging your head against the wall saying it's important to be diversified. It is important to be diversified. It is important to make sure you have, especially some of these companies that are going to be the big fang stocks of the future, the Tencents, the Alibabas, the Samsungs. Those companies are going to be the big companies of the future, and it's important to at least have some allocation there. I think for a lot of people, their hesitation with emerging markets is not just I'm going into places where I don't have the transparency of the U.S. market, but I'm going to wind up with a whole bunch of names that I don't really know and I don't really understand. But if you look at this fund, especially at the top holdings, it's not like you're going, oh, I don't know the names of most of these companies. They are the, the Tencents, the Alibabas, the Taiwan Semiconductors that are names that you do recognize. Should that give folks more confidence? I mean, are you buying a company rather than the market? And although emerging markets have some advantage, it's still ultimately we're buying stocks here. So you shouldn't be freaked out just because of where they're located. I think that's a really good point. And if we were to take just a second and drill down into that, first of all, MSCI, one of the largest index providers in the world, especially the best in foreign markets, has done a really good job developing proper indexes and constructing them the right way for decades. That would bring the point up, maybe they're some of the big holdings you're going to recognize, but even if there are a lot of companies that you don't recognize, is that a reason not to own an ETF, especially one that is on the back of a major index? I would say this. There are a lot of people who have bought FANG stocks maybe in the last five years and were really happy on the run-up, but maybe not so happy on, on the recent decline. How many people knew about these companies at the early stage? That's the whole idea about indexing is you can actually get into companies based on the research and structure that the index providers offer and the ETF companies provide by bringing them to the marketplace with not having to understand all the different components of that index, just trusting that the whole index process provides that diversification and works. I think more and more investors are trusting that. Look, 30 years ago, when we were looking at the markets, it was all about individual stocks. And then it was about mutual funds and having the best fund managers who are the best stock jockeys in the world putting up the best numbers. Today, it's about a structure and a process to be able to put good indexes that investors can have some allocation to that normally they wouldn't have the either desire and or knowledge of how to construct proper allocation. I think we're in a situation today where, especially in emerging markets, it's worth paying attention. And boy, there's a lot of information if you want to dig down deeper into the underlying constituents of this index. It's above the 200-day moving average, but is it, in this case, pure 200-day moving average play? In other words, if you're adding to it now, you're going to let the 200-day moving average be your guide. If it, if it doesn't materialize the way you expected, wait for the better buying point, get back out come back in when it crosses again? Most people listening right now do not have a meaningful allocation to emerging markets. If you don't and you do have money on the sidelines and you've got some fear that you might be missing out on new opportunities, 
jump in something like this, but watch it. Watch it on the 200-day moving average. If it happens to go below, you get out with a small loss. However, if we find ourselves a year from now that this has had a nice trend, congratulations. But it does require monitoring and it requires discipline. It's the iShares Core MSCI Emerging Markets ETF, IEMG Trending, and now the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, great stuff as always. Talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. You can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast by going to moneylifeshow.com or by searching wherever you find great podcasts. Yep, we'll be there. Now, if you want to find great information on exchange-traded funds, there is no better place than vetify.com. Everything you need there for research, news, what's trending, what's different, and much, much more. They're on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. And Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest, well, he's on Twitter too, at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. We hope you'll subscribe to make sure you don't miss one. We'll see you again next week. And until then, happy investing, everybody. Music.